Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. This is Pyle, and today I have a really, really special guest. Um, The special guest is actually my boyfriend, Tom, who is in the military, and I thought it would be really fun to bring him on and share his thoughts about all things spirituality, affirmations, visualization, law of attraction, um, and the way he used it in his military experience because he's done some really amazing things. And so I thought it would be really cool for us to hear from a different perspective than I normally talk about, um, more rugged, more manly. So I really thought it would be fun. And we had a really cool conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Hi everyone, my name is Pyle Agarwal and I want to welcome you to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Affirmations have changed my life and now it is my mission to help you use them to change yours by using affirmations every day to manifest things your way. My goal is to make affirmations attainable and accessible to every single person, including you, because you have the ability to take control and create your reality. So come with me on my journey and let's see what we can manifest together. Hi everyone, this is Pyle, and today it is a snow day in Washington, and as most of you know, Tom just got back from deployment, and we were just doing some work, and we decided it'd be really fun if both of us together did a podcast, because I've never brought him on, and he actually is someone who put so much effort and motivation and encouragement to get me to even start my journey of creating Affirmation Addict, and one of the reasons I fell in love with him was because he likes all of this stuff and I know he's used it Um, and so I really wanted to bring him on and he was feeling extra chatty today so I wanted to bring him on so we could hear from like a guy's perspective and how he's used it in his military career because the military is not easy as a girlfriend but also for sure as a soldier and I know he used it to get to where he is today he's super successful in the military Um, he is an army ranger so you go through a really really tough selection which I'm sure he'll talk more about. Um, and so I know he used different techniques like affirmations, visualization, the power of your mind through some of the most impossible seeming things. And so I really wanted to bring him on to show how he used it throughout his career and his life. Um, and yeah, we'll just talk. And if you guys like this, maybe we'll do another podcast together. But I hope you enjoy today's episode. So Tom, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. So. Yes. So the first question I have for you is, obviously, you pushed me to do this. You really supported me in starting Affirmation Addict. So I want to hear just from your perspective, what's your take on law of attraction, affirmations? What is like your opinion on it? So it it comes, you know, I've never really thought much like into it. My mom, uh, one of the only books that I've ever read, though, Mm -hmm. is The Secret. So I've used it, but I've never been like, I'm going to write down affirmations religiously every morning. It's kind of funny because my uh, just not knowing in the shower, I would always uh, close my eyes and I would envision what what I want my future to be almost every day. That was like a ritual for me. And I did that just not knowing, mm-hmm. you know, but so you- I used a lot of this not knowing. Yeah. You know. And then what happened, like, when you learned more about it? Like, did you start changing different things that you did or did you just 
it kind of connected the dots for you. Yeah, it just kind of connected the dots and I just kind of added a couple more things and, uh, you know, did a little bit more, but really just, just amplified what I was doing, you know? So, you know, the power of positive thinking can get you, you know, a lot of places. Yeah. And okay, so obviously you've used it and I know for like things like Ranger School and RASP. So do you want to tell us more about how you have used these different types of techniques and like what like circumstances were you under that made you use these techniques and like how did those results show up? Like what manifested honestly for you? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, so just military in general is probably, you know, 90% mental, you know, when basic training, mm-hmm. they, they break you down mentally and then they build you up stronger. That's their whole idea behind it. How do they break you, you know? down? So uh, they, they kind of, it's, it's probably not the best, but <laughs> you know, they, they shock you, you know, they, they yell at you, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they put you in environments that you've never been before, mm-hmm. you know. Or most people haven't been right. before. You're not, you're not used to having three people yelling in your face. Yeah. It's different. It's a little bit different now. <laughs> the army's changing. But, hey, I'm not going to get in that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it shocks you. And then you, you end up uh, mentally becoming stronger mm-hmm. because you're going to be put in the military. You're going to be put in more stressful situations. That's the idea behind it. And so you can handle those stressful situations, whether you're deployed or back home in the States, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And okay, so how do you use visualization um, through whether it was basic training, whether it was RASP, like what did you do or like how did you get to where you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So it's funny. Um, like I said, the shower was my, um, was was really where I did a, did a lot of visualization. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would, when you graduate, I'll go into this whole little spiel. Hopefully it doesn't bore you guys. But when you graduate uh, basic training, you go to your um, job, whether it's infantry or your support MOS, and you do that training. And then uh, you either go to your unit or you can go the path of, um, to like a special operations unit, whether that's Rangers, SF, or whatnot. And I went to airborne school, so I became a paratrooper, mm-hmm. and uh, we we jump out of planes, you know, and like D-Day, we do the, use those same tactics. So mm-hmm. it's a harder, it's a two-week, it's not too too hard, it's mm-hmm. a two-week course, and you learn how to jump out of planes. So I was pretty, you know, but it, it's physically demanding, you have to run. And probably mentally, like mentally. standing on the side of a giant ledge. Yes, there's a lot <laughs> of things, um, you know, that are, that are hard. You know, mm-hmm. they, they teach you, they like, they make you stare out the door, you know, mm-hmm. if you're the first jumper, you're staring out into, you know, space, space, and yeah. then you jump out when they tell you. Oh, but gosh. anyways, so I did that training mm-hmm. and I went to, um, Fort Bragg, North Carolina and my roommate, um, went to, um, they, what they call RASP, Ranger Assessment and Selection. Mm-hmm. And he failed it three times and he couldn't pass the last part, um, the, the the 12 mile ruck march and he went through the whole training past everything except for the very last thing mm-hmm. he did it three times and it kind of devastated him but he really inspired me um he believed in me mm-hmm. that i could be better so he he was kind of like mm-hmm. my driving force yeah. yeah and and instilled it in me and really believed in me so like every time i was showering i'd be yelling out the ranger creed in the shower as you know, if you were already a as ranger. if I was a ranger. Yeah, they live mm. by this creed, 
So, well, we, yes. but, <laughs> You're so, <ranger>. yeah, so <laughs> anyways, but, um, I would yell the, the creed in the shower then I'd lay down in the tub and I would just envision myself, you know, wearing, the the better equipment, you know, um, deployed, you know, doing cooler stuff, you know, fast roping out of helicopters, you know, what you guys see in movies. Cause that the army portrays a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. a, it's it's pretty slow pace, and mm-hmm. it's it's an everyday job when you really get down to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of work, but it's an everyday job. So I used it a lot, and it just drove me physically at the gym. You know, we I, it, he he would instill it in me, and I I got so confident I would instill it in myself. You mm-hmm. know, and I was our I, it was almost like we pounded it, and he would help me physically, and we'd push each other physically because I was also, you know, helping him stay in shape. Right. And his career was progressing too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, being in you know the 82nd Airborne, being a paratrooper. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to RASP, and uh, it's kind of funny too. Like I re-enlisted for three years before going to RASP, and. The Fort Bragg's not the the best place to be. It's 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 really hard work. Very very long days. You, you know, wake up at you know you go to PT at six in the morning. You work out and you work till about the the earliest you'll ever get off is five o'clock. Oh my god! And you don't have like a set time, so you yeah. work really late, long days, and you just get you get weekends off. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it it. it it wasn't a place that I wanted to stay at. I wanted to progress through it. Yeah. So I re-enlisted, and if I would have failed RASP, I would have been stuck there for another three years. Mm-hmm. So. So did you re-enlist with like the intention of you're know, gonna be a ranger? Yeah, I was like, I know, I know, I'm gonna be a ranger. I'm gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna pass this training. Mm-hmm. And I went to RASP, and uh, it it was it was it was great. It was kind of it lived up to my expectations. I was almost like. The, the harder it was, the, the, the funner it was for me. Because mm. I built it up in my mind so much mm-hmm. that anything I can get through and how hard, like how hard it would possibly be, mm-hmm. I could get through it. So the harder it was, it almost made me happier. Right. Like this is going to be feel better when I'm done with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like the, the point of quitting never really crossed my mind. I, I wouldn't say it never <laughs> crossed my mind. There was definitely some uh, yeah. situations where... You know, where you're not sleeping and then, you know, yeah. a couple so, days. And- I wanted to jump in and give people some insight from what I know about what RASP is. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. So RASP is, it's what, like a three-month selection uh, process? It's not three months. It is, um, so right now it is, oh man, I kind of forgot. It's been a couple years. But uh, <laughs> I think it's uh, eight weeks. Okay, so It could be weeks. a week, give or take. Yeah, so... so seven to nine weeks (laughs) and basically you are training it's a selection program from just being an army soldier to becoming an army ranger right so that is basically special forces the elite forces in the army and it's a really really tough training very tasking very demanding and you don't sleep very much you don't eat real food you are (laughs) constantly like running around working like you do different types of tests, physical tests. They teach you different things you'll need to know as a ranger. But it's really demanding to kind of emulate like worst case scenario. If you ever had to go through that while deployed or something to emulate some of the worst situations you could go through to make sure you can actually endure that. Exactly. And you're so, mentally enduring it and building teamwork with the guys you're around. Yep, that's the idea. Just mm-hmm. leadership, teamwork, and then 
um, doing land navigation while sleep deprived. You know, so that's like if you can find through the woods. Yeah, if you can find, um, you know, a certain they have like metal clackers that they put in the woods, mm-hmm. and if you can find that, they'll have be you know a thousand meters apart. You know, maybe shorter, maybe shorter. It's, you know, it, it all depends. So they're they're a certain distance apart, quite a ways, and you have to. You, you know, while being sleep deprived, find these points. And if you can do it while being sleep deprived and under stress and physically just exhausted because they're making you do push-ups, yeah, and you're not eating the most, you know, then you can do it if you were, like, you know, fed properly and, right. and on a good night's rest, you know. Yeah. So that's the idea behind it. And, and they go through shooting and, um, you know, you know, all the other military stuff Mm -hmm. and so through rasp like we talked about like the power of positivity so you said like the difficulty you weren't letting that like kind of bog you down exactly i um i would be lying if i said i wasn't positive all the time that you get those guys too that um you know are negative nancies and you know (laughs) you know bringing the mood down a bit but but for the most part from what i've seen of the the people that have passed and uh yeah the people that have passed um it's it's just they, they're they're positive you know and in some sort of way that you can pull positives out of anything that's what i that's what i learned too like mm-hmm. <laughs> we might might not have ate in uh 12 hours but at least we're gonna eat soon yeah you know? rather maybe. than dang i haven't eaten then, for 12 oh my hours gosh, i'm so starving my feet hurt mm-hmm. you know it's raining and we have no rain gear and i'm wet you know yeah you could just be pulling every negative out of the sun but yeah you can also be like hey you know we're three days down in uh coal range only got two more to go that's like right. the field that you do so there's there's there you can always pull, pull positives and mm-hmm. i've learned that on deployment too and you got to find how you personally can pull pull positives out of everything mm-hmm. and I, I but people almost make fun of me sometimes i know i think i make pile mad sometimes because <laughs> i'm like why are you being like just pull positives out of it it's, you know and certain things that she gets frustrated i'm like there's so much positives we're about to eat a great dinner in a little mm-hmm. bit and she's like oh my gosh like you know. <laughs> exactly and i think that's one thing that he proves to me and i want that's why i really wanted you guys to hear from his side like going through some of the most like grueling situations he, you're still able to find positivity and find like there's always two ways to look at a situation and i think that like his successes and like the way he's excelled a lot of that is the power of his self-talk and his actions like he was already saying the ranger creed as if he was a ranger he was working himself he took that action he was staying fit in the gym he had really great support and he mentally supported himself i, too. I also not mm-hmm. to interrupt you but no, i feel like that is huge like mm-hmm. you've got to surround yourself with people yeah that help you because just having that support and and you know, even, you know, shout out to Cordell. Yay, Cordell, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's still a great friend, one mm-hmm. of my best friends. Um, yeah, just being able to have someone push you and help you and believe in you. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like, you know, I kind of help pile with that. Uh, um, kind of. This is like, you're the reason why Affirmation Addict is what it is. Because on my down days, on my 
doubtful days like that's natural and I think that's what people forget is it's natural to doubt yourself it's natural to be scared or have negative self-talk but when sometimes you can't help yourself right out of it right away you have that support you have that friend you have that significant other you have that parent you have somebody who helps you and believes in you and they believe in you because they've seen you believe in yourself and they know what you're capable of exactly and and that that friend too might might make you mad sometimes <laughs> because he's so honest. Yes. You know what I mean? And that friend that just tells you all the time, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're awesome. You're amazing. And, you know, maybe you need to work on a, some stuff. You know, you got to you gotta see through that too, I think. Exactly. And just find those people and really um, make the effort to, to spend time with that. And I've Pyle does that with me. She helps me out with everything. So, mm-hmm. you know. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I have, speaking about that, I, we weren't even planning on talking about this, but I think it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the Army, I know there's a lot of different types of people. So how would you say, like, you deal with the different personalities? Like maybe someone who isn't as positive or maybe someone who focuses on the bad stuff rather than the good stuff. They might be a great person, but what do you do, like, in your day-to-day? Like, you work with a lot of people. You're managing a lot of people. How do you handle maybe the more negative people who might throw your vibe off? Like, Yeah, so it's really interesting because uh, in the Army, especially in uh, – uh, Ranger Battalion, the, the the guys there, you know, go through so much. They're they're usually a type A, you know, alpha type of person, and they're really <laughs> strong will. So it, it's kind of hard sometimes. You get you got a lot of guys that you know think they're I don't want to say they're cocky, but they're very confident in themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which and is very fair. type A's. You right. Know? So you you got you do. I do my best. I you know I still don't. You know, I'm still learning myself, you know, mm-hmm. um, of how to, to to help and semi-inspire. I would, get, I would say, I mean, <laughs> at, you know, and, More uh, you know, like I'm lead still by learning. Example. Exactly. Um, just, just helping where you can. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you become, uh, you know, a certain rank in the Army, you're, you become a facilitator, like, uh, you know, a manager is a better word. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to manage the... The soldiers. So when you become a sergeant, you're usually like, you know, a leader. You're you're definitely a leader. That's the whole point of it. And you're supposed to lead the men and show them um, do's and don'ts, how to do it and whatnot. But you're not supposed to technically. Well, the idea is like you're not supposed to be in there with them. I like to, you know, get my hands dirty and help out as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have to be multiple places or whatnot, um, then you know. I can't help them out. I have to trust them and make sure they get the task done that I give them. But, you know, I like to, to help out, you know, and get be hands-on mm-hmm. and show them that I care and I get my hands dirty too, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I enjoy, like, hard work, you know. If there's a hole to dig, you know, that's fine. I like I like digging holes, you know. Yeah. Hard work doesn't, doesn't phase me. Just because you reach, you know, I did my time as a – you know, private or a specialist and then made it to a sergeant, you know, just because I, I did that, you know, and I became a certain rank. I'm not that high of a rank. I'm just a sergeant. But, you know, I still like to, to help help the, the guys that are lower, you know, out if that task needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is sitting around instead of watching. I like to show them, you know. You're a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes a long way because that's showing that, like, your ego isn't leading you and you're you're able to take that action with them rather than just sit and watch and 
just because you passed a certain point, you're not done working. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're willing to be a part of it, get your hands dirty with them and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you know if any of the people you've worked with have practiced things like this? Like, have you guys talked about like affirmations or visualization? It's pretty crazy. Got a good story for you guys, actually. (laughs) Some of my, you know, uh, the people I work with are, you know, good friends and stuff. And they get inspired by, they listen to Pyle's podcast and they're, hey man, like, I listen to Pyle's podcast at the gym. It really uh, helps me out, you know? (laughs) And one of my buddies actually used it when he was deployed. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, even though you're an alpha, you know, army ranger, there's there's guys using affirmations. There's, it works too, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, I also, I, I, I believe in, you know, super, you know, hard work, you know, also Mm -hmm. pays off. So, you know, affirmations plus hard work usually usually results in success. I'm not gonna say all the time, but you mm-hmm. know, it usually does. So yeah, and that's helped me get to w- where I've got. And and I've also had you know fails in the army too. Like I went to Ranger School and failed that. That's another that's another uh, school. And I got injured during that school. It's a, it's a like a more advanced school that you go to once you become an army ranger or you know in the in the army. It's a real cherished school. Um, and I went there and I got hurt, you know, and you know, <laughs> I get, that's something that really bugs me, you know, and but. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of good that came out from it too. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to that when I got home from that school I would have been gone for a couple months and that's when Pyle actually quit her job and started really ramping up on affirmation addict and doing that and we kind of just teamed up and uh, got a lot done and I learned a lot about myself and I I think I grew more from that failure than Mm -hmm. I would have if I would have passed that school Mm -hmm. so it's pretty it's pretty crazy everything happens for a reason and like I it's said, it's all every... about working exactly. out. Exactly. And yeah. I think what I really like about that, like I know for you that was a failure and I know for you that's like really hard sometimes, but I think that's really good that you were still finding what's the benefit, what's the lesson, because sometimes it's really easy to be like, well, I failed, that's a failure, move on. Mm-hmm. But you're like, you know what, I noticed and I appreciate and I acknowledge like the good things that did come out of it. Mm-hmm. Like there were so many things that worked out, like the day you got back, like the next day we went to that meeting. Yeah, we went to a seminar, seminar <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. And, and we learned so much about business and like that's half, how half of our businesses run. And we did that like we just found that the next day he got back and like we started right back up and we wouldn't have been able to do that if he wasn't there and we might not be here like the way we are if it wasn't for that seminar. And so I do think like that happened to show you that like your failures can grow and can teach you how to grow in ways that we wouldn't imagine. Cause I know in the army, like it's such a big thing, like failure and like it's so bad all the time, but I feel like it opened you up to a lighter version of it. Yeah, and it's <laughs> definitely and and also you deal with that coming back to mm-hmm. all these, you know, alpha males that see you like they see weakness. It, it's like a pack of dogs, you know yeah. what I mean? They're like, "Oh my gosh, you failed." And you got to you know almost re-get their tr- not their trust, but just regain, you know, that you're still a good leader and mm-hmm. and and good just good at the army can help you know, and be a good teammate. Yeah. So that's all it is. It's it's being a team. Exactly. You know? 
And it's just, I just think it's interesting because, like, the school that you would have went to, like, the main thing you would have received from a certification is, like, a one-inch little patch, right? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little tab. And... It's a little tab. And that's what's really, even, like, in today's world, like, college, like, people put so much, like, pressure onto different certifications. I am so, like, against that type of stuff. Like, college degrees, like, I have all of that. But, like, how much it's actually helping me? Not that much, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not saying that's bad. But it's just showing, like, the weight of such little things can change people's perspective, which... I think was a really good lesson for both of us and seeing like, hey, it's not all about that certification or that degree or just that outside validation. Like just because you didn't pass it that one time doesn't mean you're unable to pass it ever. You know, and like even for people in school or tests, like just because you failed a test doesn't mean that you'll never, you're not smart enough. It just, that wasn't your time. Yeah, and it could just be that, uh, you know, it's teaching you to be more resilient and uh, bounce Mm -hmm. back and, you know, study yeah. harder and pass that test a second time and then you become uh you know stronger after that you mm-hmm. know and so. yeah i firmly believe like you have to like break down in order to break through i don't think it's supposed to be all positive easy flowy all the time i think that would be nice but i think that polarity and whatever extreme it is is what teaches us like how to go through things even for me like doubting myself and then feeling that confidence that's like a Mm -hmm. relationship and a journey i think that everybody goes through exactly no one no one ever goes through life unscathed you know exactly through a a trial or tribulation you know Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna hit bumpy roads you're gonna be sad you're gonna have good days and bad days and you just gotta work through all of them and try to do the best you can do through through all of it yeah you know and one thing um i want to mention is that Tom, I think, is the most, like, exemplary person who truly, truly, like, wakes up every single day, is like, today's a new day, and let's make this the best day ever. Like, he so is so good at living in the moment um, that I think it's such a good example for all of us. So, like, was there a situation that made you think that way or were was that something you've always done like where did that come from because that is something i've never seen before and you're it's like always it doesn't go away yeah yeah <laughs> no i kind of i think it's it's one of those uh it's just engraved in me mm-hmm. you know now that i just try to but uh i think you know being i don't want to say being deployed but just being in the army in general and just knowing the the you know what could happen mm-hmm. and whatnot not 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 so much that you know Ah, how do I explain this? Hmm. So, the Army's helped me a lot. Um, just be grateful for every day. You know, being deployed. You know, seeing, you know, good things and bad things. But also, you know, seeing how uh, fragile life is, too. Mm-hmm. And how quick life can just be taken from mm-hmm. you, you know. And also, you know, yeah. That, that that's what I would say where I learned it from. Sorry about that, guys. It kind of <laughs> took a little bit to get out, but yeah, I would say just just seeing how quick, even if you know you're at home or you're living in the states or whatnot, you could get in a car accident and you know not to be negative or anything, but your life could end. You know, mm-hmm. you never know. You never know how many more days you have, so you got to make make the most out of them. You know, and uh, just seeing that, you know, and trying to make. Um, positives out of every moment you know even deployed that I can you know Mm -hmm. that's what I try to do but you know there's definitely some days that uh, (laughs) I'm not like that so yeah not perfect so 
No, I love that. And I think it's really powerful. That's what it's taught me, being in a military relationship, like, more to the relationship side for me. Like, I hated distance. I never, ever wanted to do distance. Yeah. I Like, this relationship was, like, the fundamentals of it was everything I didn't want in like the logistics perspective like I didn't want to be far away I wanted to be with him all the time and it tested me and he like taught but me the it, like it's just the crazy I don't it. get all that credit at all I don't get all that credit like you you definitely have helped me through so much and just uh you know always being flexible she almost her whole schedule basically depends on my day you know, which is crazy. You know, I go to work and do, you know, my work, but she bases her whole schedule off me to make time for us, you know. And even when I was uh, deployed, she would base her whole schedule off one phone call, you know. And that's that's a lot to say about uh, how, how she, has, is, she is as a human being. She's just giving, you know. And that's why I think she does so good with Affirmation Addict. You know, she loves uh, giving back to to everybody she can, and uh, this is how she can do it at you know scale. You know? <laughs> so that was really sweet, babe. <laughs> <That> <laughs> All right, so we cute. we can't get too mushy here. <laughs> um, no, but I think like yeah, I just think it's really powerful because I think your life will put you in situations to show you you're able to do it, and I think. With the military, and even for me, like, being a military girlfriend, like, it's put me through the situations I wanted least of. Probably attracted that because I thought so much about it. But also, like, it taught me that I'm capable of going through those situations. Obviously, it's a two-way street. But, like, for you, too, like, ranger school is probably the hardest thing you'll ever have to do and grasp. And I think it's really important to like realize that like I think the army taught you how to your mental game is so strong and it's like the army is like it's not any special type of person it's just someone who's mentally strong army rangers like everybody any not anybody can be an army ranger but like you know what I'm trying to say like it just takes a lot of mental strength that everybody has it's just not most people are willing to like dedicate that time to it and yeah push through it but it really showed like being an army ranger like you being an army ranger shows like how possible it is for yeah, people to do so yeah you know? i definitely see what you're saying not and, discredit like it's very li- tough I but that's literally, what it is i literally think anybody can become an army ranger you know if you if you know you see it every day you train hard for it every day mm-hmm. for you know a year say you're crazy out of shape if you train for a year become I I like to say you almost become obsessed with it Mm -hmm. and it just you know that's what you see when you close your eyes and you sleep at night you know Mm -hmm. and you see yourself as that you're that's how you know I did it I guess unknowingly I kind of manifested it I read the secret you know Mm -hmm. and I used that you know that was one of the few books I'm not (laughs) <laughs> a book reader but uh yeah you're that's... more a book listener yeah yeah I've, I, I've gotten better so audiobooks are 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 what i'm using now but mm-hmm. it used to be like no books <laughs> yeah i feel you i so. only started listening to books after that too yeah yeah <laughs> but that's really what i wanted to touch on and i just wanted to kind of bring him on because his story I think is really inspiring and it was so inspiring for me to see like the amount of things people can go through if you really just set your mind to it, the way you talk to yourself, the way you believe in your own self and the environment you're around. It really makes a difference, but you still have control whether you're in 
the worst situation, the scariest situation, you still have control and you're still able to do that. So that's really why I wanted to kind of bring you on, share your story and thank you. No, I appreciate it. If anybody needs any help with anything, if Mm -hmm. there's, uh, hopefully there's some guys out there listening to this or, (laughs) or even, you know, whoever, you know, if they need any help, they can reach out to Pyle and she'll shoot you a phone number and you can chat with me. I'll help you guys out. So, yeah, you know. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, babe. Yeah, no problem. All right, you guys have a great day too. Yes, have a great day. And just remember that your days are valuable. You're here for a reason. You have a purpose. You're living it out. And so just be grateful. Um, I'm grateful for you. I know Tom is grateful for you. You guys have given us so much love oh yeah speaking of which you've given us so much love like with him coming back from deployment so just thank you from both of us yes thanks guys yeah that meant a lot so thank you so much for the love and support always and we will talk to you very very soon bye bye that's all i have for you guys and i just want to say thank you again for spending some time with me i really hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did head over to my social media i'm on instagram facebook and twitter or go to my website if you want to subscribe to my email list which is affirmation-addict.com i cannot wait to hear from you guys and i will talk to you guys super soon have a good one you guys bye